We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And yes. welcome to the first No Other Pod of it is the holiday season. The year of our Lord 2021. The year of the crane. Is that what it is? I don't know. I just made that up. Well, you know, that's now now you're gonna make me look up the Chinese you New look Year up- calendar. <laughs> this this is, sorry, this is started. Sorry. It's the year of the ox, baby. It's the, the, year ox. Of the ox. The year that's of the ox. Time. I don't know why. Strong I said animal. It. I don't know why I went with the 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 old fashioned year of our Lord 2021, yeah. but you know, it's uh, it is what it is. We're uh, here, man. He's Dan. I'm Jimmy. Welcome. New Year, same pod, no other pod. Made it to the other side. Yeah. Well, of the year, this is you know I I, I don't remember if we talked about this on the last pod of of last year if I talked about this with someone else, but like, it's a new year. It's great. 2020 sucked. Screw it. Still, still sucks pan- though. Still a pandemic. So, Still a thing. So stop going to Cancun <laughs> and posting your pictures from Cancun. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah. So just you know, please continue you know to be are. smart. And uh, you know, look, there is hope on the horizon with vaccines, and so that's good. And please take it if you are given the opportunity to do so. I think we both will. I know we both will because we believe in the science. And uh, hopefully, we'll have uh, some more normalcy later this year. And and hopefully, we'll uh, be able to get back to Children's Mercy Park. In a yeah. in a more normal way, I think we're all looking forward to that. I read I read something today that said uh, just because you're allowed to go to this place doesn't mean that you should. Yeah. And it was like a list of six things of places you should not be going, and sporting events was one of them. No, I think that's fair. I mean, did you watch? Listen, Mister Crimson Tide, your goddamn oh. Alabama Little fans, tie, your goddamn Alabama fans do not understand what a mask is. Hey, I'm not from there. But I, uh, I, I know a lot of them maybe aren't, uh, maybe aren't as educated. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they don't. I, they, they put more money in the football program than the educators there. I'm sure. It, well, it was uh, Alabama Crimson Tide fans in Texas for a football game. Like I'm not surprised that there weren't a lot of masks going on at that. Trying game. To, just trying to spread the wealth, baby. Just trying to spread them, them water droplets. <laughs> it was. Uh... It was interesting. I, I mean, I was watching it because it was the Rose Bowl. Sure, but it, it's a big deal. It was in Texas because there couldn't be any fans in LA, and the schools wanted fans there. And you know, I from a, a business perspective, I get it. 
you know, that's a lot of revenue that you lose, but it's just, man, I saw it and I had like a visceral reaction where I was like, God, please just at least wear a mask. So it's rough, man. It's rough. You know what? They're uh, something interesting right now, new Japan pro wrestling, bro. They're having, they have limited fans in yeah. attendance for their wrestle kingdom event, which is like their WrestleMania. Yeah. They do two nights and their fans are not allowed to cheer. They're allowed to clap. They're allowed to stomp their feet, Jeez. but they are not allowed to make vocal noise. And if you are caught doing that, you're gone. Well, it's, I mean, New Zealand, they've handled it. So now I know people say they're small island nation. It's there. I, I, I get it. You know, sure. they've still, I think, handled it better than we have. They were able to have full on New Year's celebrations. That's pretty wild. <laughs> hey, what, like, what are you talking about? You didn't see all the America New Year's celebrations? Well, Anybody wearing masks? That was a 2020 yeah. thing. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I did see an article and I think about this a lot. It was from the Atlantic. I'm not going to read it obviously, but the, uh, it kind of goes along the lines of like, just because you can, doesn't mean you should type thing. Yeah, sure. The headline of this article was your individually rational choice is collectively disastrous. And basically the point of the article is like, yes, you can, uh, if you take every individual choice for making in a vacuum of, I can go to this restaurant because I know I'm safe because of this, or I can go to this sporting event because I know I'm safe because of that. Like the risk is minimal here. The risk is minimal there. Once you start adding up a bunch of those people making individually individual choices, saying the risk is minimal. Well, then suddenly you start having pockets where even if the risk is minimal, that risk becomes reality. And then mm -hmm. if that happens enough, that's how you start a spread. And that's how it starts becoming what it is now, where it's a steamrolling thing. So it's just basically saying like, you know, just, just be smart, evaluate what, what you should do. And, you know, we're all looking forward to getting back to normal as soon as is reasonably possible. None of us want to stay like this. So hopefully we can, and hopefully we can move forward. You know, and I wouldn't say number one on the list is this, but it's very high up on my list. I want to get back to children's mercy park, man. I really mm -hmm. do. I know it's limited fan attendance right now, but I just, I want to get back to that full stadium. And yep. I just don't know when that is, uh, you know, when that's a viable option. Hope, you know, hopefully sometime, maybe by the end of the MLS season, maybe I, early I mean, certainly, fall? I don't know, certainly not the start of, of, of the MLS season, but you know, if you I wonder what that does for Jersey sales, because I, I always buy my Jersey at the stadium. I'm not much of a online Jersey shopper, you know? So I wonder yeah. how it did this past year with their new Jersey. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, if Get you look at, on here, man, <laughs> if you look at a uh, sportingkc.com, they put up a happy new year. Here are 21 reasons to be excited for sporting's 2021 that's season. A lot of reasons. They, uh, yeah. Wait till we get to like 2099. Here are 99 reasons to be, nah, man. but number one on their list. Gone by then. Yeah, that's probably true. Number one was more fans in the stands. And I was reading that and my first thought was, that's interesting. Are they saying they're going to have more right off the bat? And basically what they're saying is- They're hopeful. Know, yeah, empty stadiums and reduced capacity crowds were the norm in 2020. And so they're saying as society starts to turn the corner, the entire sports world will be relishing the possibility of larger crowds in 2021. And in all likelihood, venues will make gradual climbs in capacity with health and safety at the forefront. And I think that's probably true is that as vaccines continue to be rolled out and, and as hopefully this gets more and more under control over time, you'll be able to start reasonably loosening restrictions. And then at some point there will be a point where it's like, okay, you know, whether it's the end of this year where you can have a full capacity crowd or it's next season, I don't know, but it'll happen at some point and we'll be there. So yeah.
hundred percent. I know we're all looking forward to it and it's just gotta be patient a little more, a little longer, man. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. One thing you don't have to be patient for is a hello tushy bidet. <laughs> How about that transition? <laughs> uh, We've mentioned it before. I'll just mention it real brief again. Check out uh, hellotushy.com slash no other if you want 10% off your tushy bidet. I have to say, man, it, it, you know, it is so much better than having to spend all that money on toilet paper. <laughs> do you like it's, it? I mean, it's, it's at first it's a little different, it is, but then but you're into it and you like look forward to your poop times. You get used to it and, and then you start being like, okay, well, yeah, you, you kind of learn how you need to position yourself and, and you're like, <laughs> You know, there's you much... how to give yourself that beautiful enema, you know? <laughs> hey, if you look on their website, they, they don't just talk about how you can use a bidet for uh, cleaning yourself. They, t- they get into other ways in which true people can use their bidets. You so. can dip your front side in there, do whatever you got to do <laughs> to get a clean, uh, clean spritz, man. <laughs> there's, there's some cleaning, there's some non-cleaning suggestions they have on their website. So if you're into what? that, like a drinking fountain. No, like oh. how to pleasure yourself with a bidet. Oh, I'm not sure why I went. I'm not sure why I went to drinking water because I was like, I mean, I suppose you could because it comes from your pipes. You know, you do drink that. I, I would recommend against that. But yeah, personally, maybe, you know, wash your face after you shave. <laughs> it is my cousin. They have a tushy bidet, Looking and the like way Borat. the way their bathroom is set up, their toilet is across from their bathtub so like face so like if you're on the toilet you're facing the bathtub and they have a tissue bidet and and there's it's funny because if you turn it to the full setting like full strength right away it's like a fountain it shoots directly from the toilet over their floor and right into their bathtub they found that out by accident one day when they accidentally turned it on and they're like oh it actually just shoots right over into the bathtub yeah it comes right out (laughs) i mean if you can you match if you some if you like if a lady opened her legs far enough, it might just shoot out her legs. Okay. Well, oh, or man. Jesus. <laughs> it's uh, I'm saying, I'm saying that's what on their website, they, they, people get creative. Apparently that's all I'm saying. So hellotushy.com slash no other 10% off. The reason I bring it people up. People are buying, by the way, people are buying. I swear to God. Yeah, no, it's good. You should buy it. It's, it's great. And the reason I brought it up is because we'll get to most of the questions later, but we did actually get a question. And this is why I wanted to bring it up from Cameron Corwin. He says, pre-bidet, before you had a bidet, did you wad or fold? And this is an interesting question because I guess I didn't know there were people that wadded up toilet paper. Like, Well, I folded and then wadded the fold. Well, interesting. That was an option that was not presented in the question. I'm a game changer, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, you 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 obviously fold and, and whatnot, but I, you know, wadding seems potentially messy and dangerous. Yeah, you're not gonna spread the peanut butter all over your, your thumb when you get on your thumb. <laughs> like, what is that from when I was cooking? Is that molasses? Yeah, no, no I didn't. It's poop. But I also, you know, while we're here, uh <laughs> toilet talk with no other pod. Well, so there's, I've mentioned it a couple times before. There's a radio show I like to listen to. It used to be on ESPN. It was the Dan Lebetard show. They're not on ESPN anymore. They literally just left. But there was a segment they did a while ago where they somehow got to talking about how people wipe. And there was a revelation on there that I was like, this is this can't be a real thing. And apparently it is. You know, there are standing wipers. Like that people stand, st- off. stand up to wipe themselves. Yeah. That. It's what I do. What are you talking about? Oh my God. This is how do you stay on the toilet? How do you even fit your hand 
in between your legs, dude. How I got, do you, how I do got you big st- thighs. How do you stand up and I'm not Quadzilla, bro. make a mess everywhere? Well, I wait till I'm done. I don't just stand this up is... mid droplets. I, I feel like our relationship has just been rocked to the core. I mean, what, you, you need a video? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. But this is okay. Well, I learned something today. I just, it doesn't seem that bizarre <laughs> to me. I don't know. Oh, and then see? you might as well get in the discussion. Does the toilet paper roll over or under? Well, it's obviously over. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it's absolutely over. If you're yeah. under, then it breaks off and it's like, yeah. now I got to feed it again. I got to feed it down. I'm glad we can agree on that. Now we're going to have a bunch of people just tweeting at us, telling us if they're standing or sitting wipers. You want to know this? I throw another wrench in the plan. Oh no. I never even put the toilet paper roll on the device. I just let it sit on the back of the toilet and I held the roll myself. So you're just a monster. I'm a monster. This was like that over (laughs) under debate. You are just ridiculous. Yeah. So you're a, you're a standing, not toilet paper on the roll folding wadding. Sure. Because sometimes I would need a few, you know, I didn't want to keep reaching down. There was weird, but now I'm using one to pat that took us dry, baby. I'm using one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need eight times because you had Chinese food, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's great. So it's there, great. there you have it. You guys got more information than you ever thought you would get in this, uh, in this segment. So uh, oh, congratulations. Boy. Happy new year. We talk about <laughs> soccer. <laughs> Let's uh, okay. So we actually, <laughs> I don't, there's no good way to transition from that. So oh, we'll, we'll just, we'll just do it. Um, there, there are not a lot of Sporting KC news items to discuss, but uh, one, probably the biggest Sporting KC news item to discuss right now is transfer rumors. And, you know, people are still asking what's going on with Felipe, what's going on with Roger, are they resigning? We don't yet know. Roger did recently get engaged uh, to his now fiance, who yes. plays for the new uh, Kansas City women's soccer team. Kansas so, City soccer power couple, dude. Yeah, so I would like to think that roger has a little bit more motivation now to get something worked out what if roger signs with uh rsl (laughs) (laughs) which which traded him uh i don't think roger would go to rsl he unless he's a sleeper agent who's there to fight everybody but there is a transfer rumor uh supposedly this came out january 2nd on mlssoccer.com and i know uh blue testament uh they they were on it as well sporting kc reportedly made a bid of around $1.1 million for Mold FK center back, uh, Stian Gregerson uh, out of Norway. So it's a Game uh, of Thrones character. <laughs> it absolutely is. Uh, apparently, the report says Sporting made a previous offer of around 800000 in November for the 25-year-old, and that was rejected. Uh, Gregerson has not yet made a senior team debut with Norway, but he was called up into the November Nations League camp after uh, – impressing with his Norwegian side. So he's in the national team picture. He's 25. They're valuing him around a million dollars. So sporting needs a new center back because Beisler and Reed are are gone. And right now, basically we have Fontes Puncic and Graham Smith. So this is an interesting rumor. If that's the amount of money, you know, and what he's worth, I'd say like, sounds like a good deal, right? I mean, he's, he's 25. So if it works out, He's got a good solid, you know. 27 years, right? Seven, eight years. Seven, yes, seven or eight. Did you say 27? No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I just like, you know, he's he's got some time ahead of him. And and so I think it's it's interesting to see 
if this is uh, a move that they're going to make. I wouldn't expect him to come in and necessarily start immediately, but maybe. maybe. Stranger things have happened. Who knows? We've seen people come in right away and, and take the starting position, you know? Mm-hmm. So oh, it'll but... be interesting. I mean, oh, I would geez. expect <laughs> I would expect at least one, probably two center back signings in some way for Sporting KC. So probably so. We'll see. That's an interesting Still rumor. waiting on word from Matt Beasler, by the way. Got nothing. Yeah. It's, um, who knows? Maybe he's uh, testing the, the waters. Landing. Yeah. Are we maybe. not allowed to talk about him anymore? Because I just, I can't quit him. I just can't quit him. <laughs> I, uh, we can talk about him. I don't know if the club's going to talk about him, but, you know, we'll, yeah, uh, I mean, they won't. <laughs> we'll see where, we'll see where he lands. Hope, you know, yeah. Best wishes to him. Hope he, you know, has success as long as it's not against Sporting Casey. So there you go. Uh, Sporting also signed goalkeeper Kendall McIntosh. Who, he was the one that we picked in the phase one of the reentry draft. And basically this is a formality, but they picked him. They came to an agreement with him. He's now a Sporting KC goalkeeper. Right. I was kind of shocked when I saw the signing. Uh, I was like, oh, who's this guy? And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, we already, him. that was already a thing. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and he's probably going to be the, just the the day-to-day backup to Tim Melia. Um that way Pulse Camp can can get more reps with SKC2. I would guess that's sort of Maybe how the they other had way around. Could be. Who knows? Maybe if they look at this guy and they're like, oh, we actually think this guy's got a better future. It seems to me that they tend to the guy they actually see a future with, they tend to have play day to day with SKC2 yeah. just to get reps. Also, why waste a draft pick for SKC2? Is that kind of fair to say? Yeah, I mean, all, there are too many drafts. I mean, it's too many drafts and too many teams and twos and three. I don't know. Well, and I don't think Sporting KC has has a first round draft pick in the Super Draft this year. No. So but do people still watch that? I, the Super Draft hasn't been relevant since I last watched in 2015, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when. Like, sure, you can. You'll get a person here and there who who ends up having a breakout year, and it's good, but. There's no rhyme or reason as to who it is or when they're picked necessarily. They're generally in the first round somewhere. So the chance of Sporting KC getting somebody in the second round that actually makes a difference is about zero. But they're not necessarily always the first player picked. So right. who knows? But I don't know. It'll uh, it'll be interesting to see. So we'll... The league has changed, man. You don't, you don't hear NFL teams, you know, getting, uh, getting quarterbacks from uh... – New Zealand or, uh, you know, got a right tackle from Denmark, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's just, it's not a global game like that, you know? Yeah. So, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, one thing sporting KC did say in that 21 reasons to be excited. So number six was they talked about Remy Walter, but it was called Remy Walter and other fresh faces. And then they talk a lot about Walter, who he is, where he came from. And then Walter, it ends with saying Walter was Sporting's first marquee signing of the offseason. There could be a few more still to come. So now, granted, this is not an indication that something is imminent, but I also, and this this is a calm staff person probably writing this. I think it might have been Sam who wrote this, but I don't think Sam would write this if there wasn't a high likelihood that they're going to be not just more signings, but maybe some, some signings that are actually going to be impactful. So I I think it's interesting to see what could come. We don't even know when the season's going to start yet because of this. That's true. There are no bargaining agreement thing going on. So I don't know. It's, uh, 
it'll be interesting, but we'll see. So what else we got going on here? Sporting KC. There's just, there's not a whole lot of, of sporting KC news. Um, you know, everything that th- there's free agency, we could technically sign people at any moment, but True. it could happen, man. RSL's talking about it. I mean, uh, hell RSL just got Pablo Mastroeni. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see and that. People were kind of mad about it. And then I saw RSL social was like, what's wrong with everybody? Don't you guys know we take things from Colorado and make them better? <laughs> and I was like, touche RSL. And it was yeah. like a picture of Beckerman. I was like, touche. Yeah. It, you know, the RSL social media has been doing some interesting things. Of well, the, late, the bottom line is there's movement. Okay. There's yeah. movement. Things are happening. So we'll I mean, we could sign, sign with, someone uh, tomorrow. Will Trap signed with Minnesota United. He did. Okay, I saw him thanking Miami or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, did you see the weird story that came out about Will Trap in the midst of this? One L double P? Uh, no. Well, apparently, he's married. His wife is eight years older than him. That's not the weird part. The weird part is his wife was a teacher at his high school when he was a student at that high school. Dude. Which Is this cl- like that Hulu show? A teacher? He claims... They didn't start dating. Nothing happened, and they didn't start dating until after he graduated and came back. And he was, but I'm like, you're telling me. Oh, come on. <laughs> there's there's some weird stuff going on there. There was some kind of statutory something or other. Oh, my Lord. This is absolutely the plot for that teacher show on FX Hulu. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. It's, it's messed up, dude. Yeah. It's messed up. Part of you is like, oh, shit, they they're, they're they're having sex and then you're like oh no because he's like he's a kid he's 17 you know that was will trap dude he was banging his teacher i mean it's oh feel so unclean it's one of those things where yeah it's just like you know what are you what are you gonna do they, they claim that that nothing happened and there's not gonna be an investigation i mean they're old enough now but like well, come I mean, on age-wise if you're you know 18 and 26 that's you know if I were 26, I wouldn't date an 18 year old, but that's not the end of the world. But, but if you're still in school, if you're still in high school, that's dude, she could be in big trouble. This is, this is the specific wording of the tweet. This is from uh, Andy Grader, who is a sports writer at the St. Paul pioneer press. So this is, this is a legitimate reporter who said uh, new Minnesota United uh, midfielder, Will Trapp shared a funny story about how he met his wife, Beth in Ohio. She's eight years older and was a teacher when he was a student at the same high school. But there was, quote, nothing nefarious at all, he stressed. They met after he went to Akron and returned to play in his hometown. Not okay. Let me just ask you this. I don't know how big your high school was. Mine wasn't... It was 6A. It was pretty big. Okay, what does that mean? How big was your graduating class, do you know? Yeah, I mean, it would have been like 1,200 or something. Okay, so yours was much bigger than mine. My was my my graduating class was about three hundred and fifty. You don't have like A's, like they don't go by four A, five A, six A. It's but it's different. Like I think you didn't play sports though. W- huh? One one double A, I think, is like the best sports schools in California. Hmm. It's it's like reverse or something, and it's not necessarily by school size. It's by like how good you actually are at the sport. Oh, so they've changed it. It's all weird. Yeah, mine was but, pretty big. It was a long graduation. I was like, why am I here? Okay, so my, my graduating class was 350 people. So smaller than yours, but but not small. But there was not a teacher at that school that I did not been, know who they it were. Wrong. It might have been about 500. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, well, either way. A little, little bit, we'll say anywhere from 
twice to three times the size of mine. But anyway, I had a graduating class of 350 people. There was not a teacher at that school that I did not know of or have a run-in with in some way. Like, even if they didn't teach me, like, you know who the teachers are at your school. So I would venture to guess that, like, at your high school, you probably knew who most, if not all of the teachers were, even if you didn't have them in class, right? So I just, I'm having a hard time believing the story of, yeah, I went to this high school for four years. She was a teacher there, but we never knew each other. We never met. We didn't know any, either each other existed until after. And then we just happened to fall in love and get married immediately after I graduated high school. That's strange. (laughs) It's very strange. So how how do you look up your graduating class? I'm like, now I'm legitimately interested. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. I'd have to go back to my yearbook and count and I don't want to do that. Yeah, more essential. You know, it sounds maybe five or six hundred. I don't know. But anyway, don't date your That's teachers. Strange. And teachers don't date your students. Unless they're hot. Nope. Oh, okay. Don't do that. Sorry. Not sorry. allowed. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so it's no bueno. So anywho, moving on. Isn't it strange that back in the day, though, back in the day, if that would have happened, like if you are the same age as the student, it'd be like this This show was, dude. That Oh, dude, you're you're hooking up with her oh it's crazy but nowadays you're like i'm gonna vomit like this is it just seems not crazy good. weird it's not good it, i also think it's illegal not just oh, yeah. from my age perspective but from you know a student teacher thing this teacher spent time in jail this don't show is real life man don't do it don't do it okay let's uh let's get to a couple other questions before we move on to just some legal stuff because there's not a lot going on um let's see uh Drake Ewing asked, who has no other pod picking up in the offseason or will there be no roster moves for the greatest SKC podcast of all time? Oh, we have been shopping Jimmy around a little bit. Um, <laughs> really no takers. He's getting pretty old. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a, an offer for some allocation money, but it, it was not worth pulling the trigger on. It wasn't Gam or Tam. It was like, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I can't remember. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um yeah, no, I mean, we'll, we'll have we'll have guests going forward in the future. But I mean, you know, we're, we're, there's no plans to... Oh, yeah. You guys didn't know we're a big deal now? Yeah. You didn't know we, had, we got sponsors and just people reaching out to us to be on this show? <laughs> we're uh, we're going to keep getting people on. And, and but, you know, Dan and I aren't going anywhere. And we're going to we're going to keep being the, the hosts for the foreseeable future. Unless we get COVID, then rest in peace, skull and crossbones. <laughs> peace out. Uh, Eric Martinez says, how would you guys feel if Sporting KC had their jersey sponsor at as Farmers Only? Uh, so that was a... Uh, is that a thing? Like, is that very no. prominent around this area? No, I replied no. with a gif of uh, Tina Fey as Liz Lemon saying, no, thank you. And and, and this is what he, he really got. He It was a roundabout way of getting to this where he said, I really just want to hear Dan sing the, sing the jingle. If I knew the jingle, I, I'd gladly, <laughs> I'd gladly give it to you. I don't know anything about it. No, I'll tell you, I've been all about the Match.com commercials with Satan in 2020. Have you seen these? Yeah, yeah. And there's a new one out how he's like, I met 2021. Why would I ever want to go with her? (laughs) She's boring. (laughs) She's safe. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, who knows? Um, Yeah, I don't, I mean, I've heard the Farmers Only jingle before, but I can't say like I know it enough off the top of my head to sing it. It's just in like one of those Super Bowl ads or whatever you see him. Do they I don't have a know Super if I've Bowl? ever even seen a commercial. I don't even, I don't know. Am oh. I watching the wrong stuff? Or maybe I'm watching the right stuff. Yeah. You're not, oh, I almost made a joke that maybe I shouldn't make. So moving no, on. No, no, nope. <laughs> Normally when I say those things, I'll be the Jimmy and go, nope. 
that's what Jimmy does to me. He's the censor. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Garrett asked, any chance Peter Vermees goes with a double pivot with Remy Walker and Ilya? And, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna say never say never, but I'm yeah, going but, but nah. to go on a limb and say no. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, come on. Peter, Peter knows what he wants, and we just don't try new things, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's nothing Can you against... imagine trying to get him to eat a vegetable? i'll be like no i know there's a lot there's a lot of people who are big advocates of the double pivot system for sporting and you know you could see a a a four two three one formation that's that's a relatively popular and 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 effective formation but you know you're when you switch with that then you're taking something out of the attack and and the, the the way sporting likes to play with the high press you're suddenly taking someone away who can push up in that high press as easily if you're moving to a, a two center uh, defensive midfielder formation. So, hmm, okay. I don't know. I think more likely we'll see Walter push to start in that spot and maybe Ilya coming off the bench or just a little bit more rotation. So, I don't, like I said, I'm never going to say never, but I don't expect that we'll see a formation change. Right. So, uh, let's see here. So this is an interesting, this is kind of sporting related, but it's going to start by a report that supposedly Atlanta United is getting a third kit in 2021. Supposedly a lot of teams are. You well, heard this, right? And then, yeah, Pablo Moore had, I guess, previously reported that more teams are going to be able to get third kits this year. And it's not going to be every team, but it's going to be teams that previously sold jerseys pretty well. And that was part of the problem, I guess, with the third kits before is yes. they just didn't sell that well. I but think I, we sold ours pretty well. I was going to say, I have to think Sporting is one of those that's getting a third kit because they were always gorgeous and people bought them. Yeah, whether it was the 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 white Argyle or the black mm-hmm. Argyle, mm-hmm. Uh, those are the only two I can think of right now as an alternate kit. I, and of course, they knock it out of the park every year with their retro. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't... I, I love I wanted, the retro kits. Yeah, I wanted, I mean, there's all the weird, this is what's so weird. MLS won't let you do a third alternate kit, but they're going to have all these weird one-off kits that are the same for every team across the league every year and produce thousands of those to sell, like the 4th of July kit, the military camo kits, the, <sighs> you know, there's just like every opportunity they get to produce a random one-off kit, they do it. How can you take someone talented like Chad Reynolds? someone with a creative mind like him and his team and put handcuffs on them and just say like this is what it's got to be and they're like okay is there any wiggle room and they're like not really that's got to be frustrating as hell for someone like them yeah so i i mean i have no information but i would say that i'm going to be shocked if sporting kc does not get a third kit if they're going to start letting people teams yeah it's going to happen and you just gave it to a team that's been in the league for four years or whatever it's been then yeah, Sporting should definitely get one. Well, not only a team that's only been in the league for four years, but a team that is coming off their worst season yet. And exactly, and that's fired the first coach. League. And yeah, it's yeah, it's Sporting's going to get one. I'm sure of it. Did I just drop that off the top of my head? When, when what year did they come into the league? Uh, twenty seventeen. Really? Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah. So this would have been their fourth year. Well, founded in 2014, but, but I think 17 began was their play first in year. 17. You're right. Yeah. Wow, I, I, I'm fucking cool. 
Why, <laughs> why would I know that? That's so, I'm so cool. You're so cool, man. You know that's, all the MLS facts? That's so good. Dude, ask me anything. I'll kill it. You need to start a Twitter account just called MLS facts and just tweet random knowledge. <laughs> like the transfer rumor guy that just yeah. tweets impossible, incorrect things. Right. Oh, that's what I called him I saw him you retweet it today. Yeah. Oh, because... <laughs> That'll it's be just, me. I'll just be like, can you believe LA Galaxy just became a team last year? <laughs> First off, this guy, this transfers MLS, Will Forbes. His name is not Will Forbes. His name is Ty Connolly. And he, he it's this whole conspiracy. Th- it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a real thing. But like, that's not his real name. He doesn't actually know what he's talking about. He's got one agent who gets in his dms and knows that he can tell him anything he wants and that's who that's who his sources are it's an it's a singular agent um and he just mouths off anything this agent tells him not understanding that agents tell you things to try to shape narratives not to actually give you accurate information they're trying to get things happen for their clients his name well, is ty he's Connolly. Not- he's from tennessee he's a massive trump supporter oh good so good 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 good, good. he tried to fake <laughs> this is where it, there's a thread out there about it somewhere he tried he legitimately tried to fake a college degree with a poorly photoshopped name to prove that his name was actually Will Forbes that was very obviously photoshopped it's why, very strange why would he do that who cares i don't know but he had tweeted previously i'm Man. told the LA Galaxy's first choice is Dom Kinnear they've offered him the job and are waiting for him to officially accept and then today LA I mean, Galaxy that not be true LA Galaxy named Greg Vanny head coach which was rumored as well you know what i mean so like weeks ago also, how come, how come we're not allowed to talk about what our sources tell us? Man, we're handcuffed to high heaven. We got sources, people, and we're not allowed to say nothing. Well, because, not to you, not to the internet, because why? Because they're friends? It just depends on who the source is and how comfortable they are with that knowledge getting out publicly. And so sometimes I'll text you, hey, this is what I'm hearing. And then a few hours later, that news comes out, or a couple Gosh. days later, that news comes out. But You know how bad it is for Jimmy to say, hey, we're signing this person. You can't say anything. <laughs> I can't say anything. Do you have you seen that SNL sketch with Kristen Wig where she just can't keep a secret? That's me. I'm yeah. like, oh my <laughs> God. I just can't. Yeah. That's happened a couple times. Like we knew about oh, the worst. Madronda getting picked. But in don't the not tell draft. me. Like I know you're thinking, like, well, no, then I'll I just won't you. tell you. Please we tell knew- me. We knew about Madronda getting picked in the expansion draft. We knew about Zendejas getting traded in that expansion draft. There have been times where I've seen the jersey before it, it's come out, and I've sent that to you. So, you know, it's... Well, if your relationship ever goes bust with this man or woman, yeah, then we blow it up. We tell all the secrets. <laughs> there have been some times where I've alluded to things that I'm hearing without fully saying it on the pod. But, you know, I try to be sneaky. We need, we need more sneakiness. We I'm not need trying more to burn my sources. Sneaky James. So, but yes, LA Galaxy hired former Toronto FC head coach Greg Vanny. Good for them. I GV, think that's baby. a solid hire. They, I mean, not that GBS uh, Guillermo Barrios Schlato uh, was was a bad hire per se on paper. It's just Ooh, that it's gelato. It, Delicious. It's, it's hard for coaches from outside MLS to come into MLS and be successful sometimes. True. And Vanny's a proven success in MLS. Unless you're Tata Martino, who comes in gets the thing done and pieces out (laughs) i mean when you're yes but i mean also you had coached barcelona and the argentinian national team and like true and the mexico national team came knocking so like what are you gonna do they you know if pep guardiola came to mls i'm sure he'd be fine right so 
Uh, Brian Schmetzer re-signed uh, a new contract with the Seattle Sounders. That's not necessarily surprising. They've been it's very surprising good. that he didn't sign earlier, but I think they just didn't want to take the the attention away from the team's yeah progress. But I mean, you know? what? They, I mean, this was their fourth MLS Cup in four five years. Something I don't know. It, it's ridiculous run they're on, even if they didn't well, they win. Didn't win. So good. Uh, Chris Wondolowski because well, Jordan Morris sucks. Going <laughs> <laughs> back to that. Chris Wondolowski re-signed with San Jose for the 2021 MLS season. I'm guessing really? this is this is the last run for Wando. I would think so, and I kind of wondered if he would have gone somewhere else. You More know, just rumors. that one little hoorah somewhere. Chase you know? a ring, yeah. But yeah. but San Jose, I mean, dude, they love him. Yeah, they love him. It's such a good dude. Yeah, and I I'd love to speak, you know, pick his brain someday. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, maybe you know one day after he's he's done playing he becomes a, a commentator and we can get him on the pod i mean we've never had opposing team players on the pod that feels kind of no. odd but we've had opposing team commentators we have that but, was cool yeah but we haven't had a opposing team players so. on his phone in la traffic that was, he was. Super that was strange. before we got zoom worked out we were still on skype phone calls that's right and big he, time now man he called i answered I think either I accidentally hung up or I tried to then call you and it hung up on him. And I was like, Oh God. And I didn't have his number. So I had to message him and be like, can you please call back? It was. And we're very, trying to be like professional and it's like, ah, we don't know what we're doing. Very really. professional operate. We've gotten better. Oh dude. So much better. <laughs> now all of a sudden it's like, I'm a is trying to join your teleconference. Come on in. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, just a couple other reports. Uh, Mesut Ozil is apparently in negotiations with DC United. Wow. So, I mean, this has been rumored for a couple years. I mean, he's been the out old, of favor at Arsenal for a while. But, the I mean, old asymmetrical face is what I like to call him. I mean, <laughs> I think I'm he, sorry. I think he'd be a good signing for DC United. I mean, yeah, sure. He's, he's older at this point, but so is Wayne Rooney, and he was good. So is Wayne Rooney, and he's making midfield – passes to yeah. you know midfield assists yeah zlatan style yeah so it's uh you know we'll see what happens and then uh there's also apparently a, a manchester united target moises caicedo who's uh, out of ecuador he's 19 uh he's apparently been linked to mls so wow. um or he has an offer from mls so now here's the deal i don't know why you do. would choose mls over manchester united unless he was told there that he's just not going to play that's the only thing that I would say. Um, let's see. Uh, this is, uh, according to a report out of Ecuador, um, the offer from MLS was, quote, financially the best by far that uh, his current club, Independ Independiente del uh, Valle, has received. Um, but it would also be important to look at it from the, you know, sporting perspective of Caicedo to say, do I want to go, you know, he's a central midfielder. Do I think I can go make an impact in MLS and kind of follow the Almiron path to the EPL? Or do I want to go to United? Probably not play day in, day out, maybe get sent out on loan, but I'm with Manchester United. So I don't know. Well, keep an eye on that. And then lastly, uh, just some, some KC uh, women's uh, soccer team news. Uh, there was a trade um, with the uh, OL Reign. Uh, Kansas City is receiving uh, Darian Jenkins, uh, the rights to midfielder Meg Brandt, and a, a draft pick in exchange for uh, Zaria King and a second-round draft pick. So 
Uh, this is just some player movement. We're, we're going to get to know these players a little bit better as they continue to play here in Kansas City. Uh, you know, obviously there are some familiar names, you know, marqueed by Amy Rodriguez, who will be back in, in Kansas City, and we all know them. So uh, pretty cool just to have a, a professional women's soccer team back in the league uh, or back in Kansas City and, and, and see some names start to come together for a roster. Um, yeah. We do have a question from Carrie Robinson who says with uh, Casey Woso getting created, is there anything about the club so far that stands out either in leadership, ownership, or a particular player you're excited to follow? Or do you have some hilarious uh, names for the club? How about a, how about a shout out to no other pod alum, Ali Trost for, cool. uh, you know, becoming the host slash reporter for the team. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's essentially like it. the, the Carter Augustine slash Nate Bucati for the team. I mean, Carter Augustine, Nate Bucati, maybe a little bit of heart soul game day host yeah. type stuff. So, so cool, man. Yeah. Congrats to her. Well, we got to get her back on and talk about that. Cause that is a huge deal. It'd be very cool. Uh, yeah. As far as names go, man, I dude, get that. Uh, I mean, what, what, what about the KC jazz dude? I mean, that'd you know be... I mean, is that, is that so weird? You get the music thing. Jazz, jazz is from KC. That Casey had a huge jazz following. See, I clearly watched Soul on Disney Plus, and I'm like, <laughs> listen here. Yeah, it's... jazz is also in KC, not just New York up there. All right. Well, I mean, jazz, you could argue, was basically created in Kansas City. So over sure. in the 18th yeah, and yeah. Nine district. I mean, you get to talking about, you know, Chicago's big jazz place. I don't know, the KC Jazz or, you know, Kansas City. Uh, well, it's probably going to be like FC KC. Well, so part that's what I was going to say. Part of me almost wants FC Kansas City to to be the name again because there's history they there. Do that. They wouldn't I, do that. I don't know. I I don't think they will do it. New but, ownership, new start. I mean, that, come on, you want to put your stamp on it. Like it's just yeah. like anything. If you take I, over a job, you want to yeah. make it yours. Yeah. So there's there's different way. I mean, ironically, they were the Utah Royals, and exactly we have the Kansas City Royals. So you know, there there's just I don't know. There's ways to, to maybe have a nod to the Royals or, or the oh, Monarchs so that'd be of old. That'd be messed up. The, if know. I said KC Jazz, like the Utah Jazz, I didn't even make that connection, dude. Yeah. So that's it's, you know, you know, I mean, that's probably why they won't do KC Jazz because they don't want to yeah. seem like they're taking a shot at, at Utah. That's hilarious. But we'll see. So I, uh, I mean, they could go, they could do what the Washington football team is doing apparently who are considering just being the Washington football team indefinitely. And we could just oh, be like the that. Kansas city women's soccer team. <laughs> I heard so someone it's... say it should have been Washington team football, <laughs> Washington football club, WWTF. You know? They are apparently actually seriously considering Washington football club. I don't like that. I hate it. Why? Because, Why? Why can't because of pick soccer. Something? Pick an animal. They want to be Washington FC, except be the, in the NFL. You can't do that. <laughs> veto roger goodell is gonna be like are you are, are you dumb are, are you a dumb person and just there are too many other names that they could go with but goodell just sends them sends them a gif of uh freaking gordon ramsay asking if they're an idiot sandwich an idiot sandwich <laughs> daniel snyder's just yes i am i am i am indeed <laughs> yeah, just you, pick an animal pick an animal you can any animal well i mean there were reports you, you won't find racism in animals well that's the thing they were yeah, there were raccoons, reports of those are very racist <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Toward other animals? Like, yeah. Well, like, yes. 
I won't go into detail, <laughs> but yes. You, you've had a run in with some raccoons and let me tell you. Not a not a fan of white people, let me tell you. No. Could be oh, anything. Man. Oh, yeah, you pick a single animal, man. Well, there were reports two of the names in, in contention for them were, were the red tails. Yes. Uh, or excuse me, Great red hawks. Red, no, tails. red tails was one. Red tails was one that's not an animal. That was as a nod to the Tuskegee Airmen, which is really yes. cool. Then there was the red hawks. I was thinking red-tailed hawk, and I, and that's where. What but better way to pay homage to non-racism than to pick the name of an all-black air crew? Yeah, that'd be very cool. I don't yeah. think they'll do it. Red hawks was another one that they're they are racist. Of course they won't do it. <laughs> and then there was a uh, red wolves was a third one they were considering. I don't hate that. Oh so. my Washington Wolf Pack, dude. Wolf Pack. So. And it's Throw the same, same number of syllables that they have now. You can still keep the same color Wolf, scheme. They have, they have you, can, you can keep their, their song, and, except instead of hail to the racist word, it would be hail to the red wolves. So it works. But, oh my God, it could be anything, dude. Make it the devils or something, you know? Yeah. I, I just, why? Why? Now you're just getting lazy. Yeah. Well, we don't want to be, you know, get, they don't, they don't want to make a mistake yeah. like they did with the Redskins. Like in 20 years from now, Maybe raccoons are dicks, and we can't be the raccoons. At some point, this is going to turn back onto the Chiefs a little more. Yeah, maybe. This, I mean, I... they've they've. We might upset people on the, the who are fans of the pod. I don't know, but like at minimum, you got to get rid of the tomahawk chop and the drum. Sure. Like that shouldn't be a discussion anymore. Like it's it's not something that has any place. A bunch of white what people dressed got... as Native Americans doing that. Eh, it's a little much. It's not really, th- not really something you cosplay, you know. No, no. And <laughs> it's look, kind of, bef- it's kind of blackface before, for Native Americans. Before, before we get hit with the inevitable, they're not actually named after Native Americans. They're named after so and so, who was a Boy Scout leader, and it comes from the Mikosay Boy Scout tradition because his nickname was Chief. I like that look, voice you're giving them. Look a little deeper into what that tradition is, because if you Google Mikosay Boy Scouts, you get a bunch of little white kids dressed as native americans because it comes from native american tradition take oh, one boy. step further you're almost there i'm not gonna google uh don't know how to spell it anyways but so anyway that's just the most common thing where, where i hear it. it's it's not after native americans it's after this and it's like but where did that come from um anyway my favorite thing about uh kansas city women's soccer team doesn't have anything to do with what they've done on the field so far doesn't have anything to do with a name it's, it's this initiative they launched at the beginning of December where it, it's really showing a commitment to Kansas City as a community. And, and they tweeted, we're, we're about more than soccer, we're about community. And as such, we will be giving 10% of all revenue from our sponsorship dollars to support our community and continue making KC a great place to live, work, and play. That's it's really cool. cool, man. I like that. That's, uh, we really didn't answer uh, any questions at all. We kind of uh, of that of that nature we really didn't answer the fc kansas city question well i but mean I, she I, asked what's I'm your favorite thing about it. the club and that's my favorite thing about the club so far my favorite thing is uh, uh the ownership for sure you know majority female owned and mm-hmm. uh you know uh, just having Brittany matthews you know mm-hmm. uh, patrick mahomes is soon to be wife mm-hmm. i just think that's really cool and will bring people there yeah. you know she's a former professional soccer player herself spent some time absolutely. in iceland so absolutely it's, it's very cool. I'm excited. I think, you know, this will be... I'm going to have her on the pod next week. I'm going to get her on. We'll talk if all about can, it. If you can. More power to you. make that happen. What do you give me? <laughs> uh, what am I going to give you? 
Yeah, how about ten percent off on a Toshi bidet? Yes, <laughs> hell yes. I'll say, hey, Brittany Matthews, while you're here, how about you go to hellotushy.com/slash no other and get ten percent off a Toshi bidet for Patrick? <laughs> she'll be, she'll be like, I already <laughs> did. I bought three of them. I'm like, oh shit, that was you. <laughs> Got to make sure Patrick's bum is taken care of. Um, on that note, I don't think I have anything else to say for this week's podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Works for me, man. You know, wrap wrap this shiz up, and uh, wow, we'll probably sign a player today sometime probably. as you're listening to this. That's how it works. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Or shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review. We uh, appreciate it. We read them on air. And uh, helps us get found by more people and continue to grow. So we very much appreciate it. But that's pretty much all we got for this week. So until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. I stand up when I wipe, but I sit when I pee. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com